Hi guys, welcome to Tales by Henry. My name is Henry and I share bits of myself which includes teach, talk, talk and travel. Yes, so this is going to be the continuation. So it's more like the landing just part three and this is going to be carrying from Dublin to Toronto and of course Toronto to Acadian Canada where I currently stay which is in New Brunswick. So when we arrived to Dublin, yes we knew we were in Dublin because the plane landed. We didn't come down from the plane because um, we weren't supposed to change planes or change anything really. So we were in the plane, people came off the plane, definitely people landed, people came off, then some other people came on board and we carried on. It wasn't a really long stay, we didn't really stay over that much in Dublin, but we, the, the plane changed crew so the pilots, the cabin crew all changed. So we had new people on board and we carried on our journey from Dublin up all the way to Toronto. Now this was the longest journey and I'm going to chip in a few tips Yeah. Now if you're flying with kids, it is very important to find a way to keep them occupied. I do know Ethiopian Airlines gave my kids like things they could paint with, color with and you know other things to keep them busy. But that's not going to be sufficient because as soon as they're done with the toys and painting, especially if you've got a very active toddler, so a toddler who paints easily or who finds it really easy to do things or fix toys, and it's advisable you also travel with other things that may come in handy. You could come with your favorite toys, you could, but the thing about this is you'd have to prioritize so you don't end up having too much bags and toy boxes to carry up you'd also have to check around because obviously they play with these things they could leave it under the under the seats or even on the aisle so you have to make sure you're watching these kids out and all that also one of the things that helped me out while traveling from Lagos to Addis Ababa was the fact that I was giving a baby bassinet so there was a problem with our sitting arrangement so in order to compensate me I was giving another seat which had came with a baby bassinet so most of the time my baby was sleeping in that bassinet not in my arms so it really helped me out i was able to relax watch a movie on board also watch my older kid and it was really nice and it was really smooth if you can afford it i do know it comes with a cost but if you can afford it do request for a baby bassinet you never can tell i think sometimes these things may come as a compensation or something you never can tell really if you can just ask the airline if they're able to they'll give you one but like i said a baby bassinet would be really helpful in the sense that you don't have to carry a baby especially when babies are asleep of course when babies are awake babies act safe babies not doing much but once the baby falls asleep maybe we slouch their arms or so little you can actually do so you won't be able to be free or do things yourself the baby bassinet will go a long way in essence so try and request for one if you can also um like i said toys books you could read stories to them or you could put in a movie for them and if your kids are all into fairy tales i think the only movie my child was able to enjoy that's my older kid who is four anything she was able to enjoy she was able to enjoy cinderella even though it was like a different version she was able to enjoy cinderella she no we didn't we saw beauty and the beast but we didn't watch it she watched big mama's house big mama's house was my favorite when i was a kid so i knew exactly what happened and i know it is child friendly it's always advisable for you to give kids um 
make them much more reducing yourself so you can be sure about the kind of language that is being used or the kind of graphics your child is being exposed to so it's very important for you to know exactly what you're watching in advance so it's safe if you already know the movie you can just pull that on for your child it's, or you could just decide to watch it alongside the child which is going to be pretty difficult because um, you, you can't really hear the audio without having to insert an ear for headphone so at most time it's more comfortable for your child to just have headphones on so they can really be engrossed in the movie so it all depends really on what you decide to do if you and the child can actually have a headphone that's fine if you can't well find way around it also one of the things i did i came with the ipad so i had like pre-downloaded cartoons on there i've got peppa pig i have um, some games like some fancy games hair salon games pet games so that really came in handy when my youngest one was not watching peppa pig the other one was just doing the pet salon or doing the hair salon and doing the nail salon so it was really nice because she loves it she enjoys it so it was more like oh same old same let's carry on and all that so it was okay and also really nice sorry about that just my kids scribbling for toys anyway yeah so that really helped that really really helped and after that yeah we feel the way that that really kept us occupied because uh, the final lap especially being the final lap and having time for over 20 hours it was just tiring like we, were, we had enough we just wanted to land and just carry on you got to a point sleeping was just not an option anymore we're just tired we were exhausted kids were crying on the plane children were screaming their head off because obviously for some of them it was actually the first time so you need to get prepared get food i can't over to get food for your kids listen your kids don't like the food being served on board so get food for them i have a massive bag with cereal i have another bag with chips i had some with peanuts i had just snacking stuff i had chocolates had drinks yeah so many things i'll mention this drinks are only allowed for children on that one so i think there's a limit i think one year six months i'm not sure one year six months but anything over that like two-year-olds they wouldn't allow that but older they would allow that so use your discretion to say exactly how you can do or more more you can do is just guess it after you've passed through security so when you get it you know yeah it's all safe it's all been checked and they'll let you go on board with that for your kids so afterwards we landed toronto when we landed toronto it was really nice but it was very fast paced it was fast paced in the sense that before we landed we had um, this declaration card being handed out also it involved things we were bringing into canada so we had to fill that out and it was really nice to fill that out but prior to that i already had a good to follow list and a company good list which i had pre-filled from home so it was just easy for me to just copy it all out in the next card because shady ones i could not remember so i just copied them out and as soon as i landed i had them in my hands so that's another one so get the declaration card in case you don't give a declaration card on board it's very important for you to get one i know there's so many online if you could feel some online so you come on that on board and as soon as you land and you're being given one 
you just declare it just write it just copy it all out in the next one and just give it to them so as soon as we arrive geez guys brace yourself for this Toronto Airport that's the Toronto Person International Airport YYC is a massive airport it's so big it's so many floors that we kept working and working listen read the signs okay you know where you walk into it listen just read the signs you're gonna see arrivals follow that sign don't go with the patch because you're not traveling anyway arrivals look out for arrivals it comes with an arrow see exactly where the arrow is taking you to sometimes take you down the escalator sometimes takes you up the escalator just keep going don't stop keep going we kept going and going until we got to this point where we could see the whole border control thing then there was a place for canadians and permanent residents and there was another place for first-time immigrants i think i'm not really sure what that was just in the book of just everyone else so there was a lady down there who was directing people on the right place just in case you're not really sure where you're meant to be so first time as there was a place you could go to which we went to so then when we go on the line this was a massive queue jeez so many people on that queue so many people that were on board with us from that queue and we go there then they had to start separating it and said student visas over here permanent residents over there immigration over here like so they did this in such a way that they were able to break down the amount of people on the queue which was so good because that way it became really easy then there was something they did that i really really appreciate in the end they said mom with kids over here so that way they just didn't make people who were alone have to stay with those of us who had the kids with us or who had so much things with us they just differentiated it separated it and it was so good so people that were alone were able to quickly do their things and just leave and it was really nice and those of us with kids were directed to someone else who um was kind enough to give us a place to stay so it's more like a lounge place so we had places sits that were kids and so staying in the queue so i had my older one sit with that things my younger one was not having she wanted to sit so i had to hold on to her and sometimes she was just moving around saying hello to everyone and saying bye to everyone which is so cute anyway then we were in the queue we went over there and um i met the one of the immigration officers and um it's so good in the sense that even if you don't speak English, that like if you speak French, there's someone to attend to you. So there's an immigration officer who speaks the language you're actually fluent in. So they'll tell you exactly what to do. And yeah, they make it really smooth for you. So to be honest, I wasn't asking any questions like that. I was only um, asked to provide my COPR, which I did. So most of the documents I held were really requested of me, like we were found. Um, you know, other documents and other things that showed that I actually applied for these things were requested of me, so I just kept on back in my back and requested my COPR, which they needed my um, client's identification number, which is my UBC, UCI, is UBI. I'm not really sure now, but either UBI or UCI, which is, is basically called the client identification number. So I gave that to them, gave that of my kids to them, and they requested for the principal applicant. So I told them the PA had already landed. So it was really easy for them to find out and go through previously they had um, gone through with my husband. So my husband is a PA, so they went through everything, and yeah, they just told me six get seats would call you as you know you process all this so i went to sit down with my kids and after processing it they called me i went over and i was made to sign a few things yeah on my on mine on my children's phones and 
yeah after signing she gave everything back to me and he told me welcome to canada and after that i was told if you're not too tired you can go and get your scene which is just down there so it's kind of they just literally beside each other so scene is there immigration officers are here oh, i forgot to mention something the first queue really was just for my scanning of passport so i was just all my passports were taking all our passport that i was taking and they were scanned i didn't sign anything there the only thing they went through on that was that declaration form they wrote a few things they wrote a few things and signed on it so i took that one to the second lady who requested for my copr and she took everything processed it and took that card away from me now the declaration card can be folded into two do not do anything until you ask to do so so when we're told to fold it and tell the other bits i did that also you'll be instructed on the email after you receive your ppr not to sign on your copr until an officer tells you to so you don't do anything to arrive canada and after the immigration officer okays it and tells you to sign it that's when you sign it that's exactly what we did and it was really smooth afterwards um i did my scene that took about 15 to 20 minutes and um yeah they requested for an address they requested for telephone number and other stuff which i provided now talking about addresses i do know people would like to put like family addresses and things in ethiopia from the airway feeling um, going through an immigration officer but now there's a new thing I, I don't know if it's a new thing but i was told now you don't need to put anybody else's address in that that when you get a permanent address i was given a form you can fill that form put the address in that form and send it back to them you can send it via post or you can send it via email there's a link on there which is like a web form which you can raise and send it back to them and it is so easy because all you need to do is just fill it scan it and send it back to them easy peasy well, i'll let you know how that goes i haven't sent mine off yet because i haven't got the permanent address yet but as soon as i get one i certainly will let you know how it goes so after that after the entire um, registration software told and after finishing with service canada for my scene i was told welcome to canada now you can go and i was like really can i go am i done but yes you're done so <laughs> You came out of that place after coming out there. I have to, of course, read the signs, read the signs. Your signs are very similar to say to tell you exits or sorty. Yeah. And we came out, and we came out. I can see that um, Obi has to go via an escalator all the way down again. So we did that. And when we got down, and when we got down there, we had to look where that's where. So the instructions on different airlines have arrived and what time they've arrived and where the bags are. But to make it very easy for you, just you can see you'll be able to see um people who work there. So you see the Air Canadian guys, you see the other different kind of guys. Just tell them what airline you arrive with and um, they'll be able to point to where you can go get your bags. Also, the baby strollers are usually in the room B. That's baby car seats, baby strollers. You don't pull them for the rest of the luggages. That's the rest of the bags. So you can just go there and grab everything. So the first thing I did was 
I looked in my bag initially I couldn't find it because maybe just like too tired not quite sure but I couldn't find it so I went into the B room which was the baby's room and I realized that when I saw my baby stroller the rain cover was gone and I'm like hold up where's my baby's rain cover I'm talking about it still today I still haven't received a call from the freaking airliner anybody talking about my baby's room cover that is silver controller. It ain't come cheap. So if you can hear like if you listen to this, you need to go for a big stroller. Yes, it is for my baby stroller. It's five zero two. Go find my baby stroller. My go find my baby's ring cover, not the stroller. Yes, the baby's ring cover for baby stroller. Of course, it's a white transparent thing. It's just the ring cover. I don't know how I'm gonna get one because I don't know. So far, shopping over here, I haven't seen like a proper baby store where they see all these things. The ones I saw in Walmart, I haven't seen like that brand, but that's the UK brand. So I'm not sure if it's that brand, which means I have to order it over Amazon. And honestly, I'm not in that state right now to do that. Anyway, let's not give it. Let's go back to Robson. So I got my things. Yeah, my things were intact, and um, I had to go through immigration, obviously. Then I realized there were so many police dogs sniffing around. So I don't know, of course, they're doing their thing, sniffing around. My daughter was really excited about that. She loves dogs. She was like, oh, mama, look at this dog, look at these dogs. Sweet kids, sweet kids. And um, they had to go out and um, they went out. Oh, yeah, I was told because I t- tried to try get my baby's ring cover. I was told I would need to go make a report. With the airline went over there because it was closed and like so many colors. And it was only early in the morning because I left here by 10 past 8 in the morning. I didn't know that I'm like, okay, let's see. So I asked um, for the you know, I wasn't searched to ask anything. So I was going through my bags, went through, showed them my boarding pass, showed them my passport. And because I need to get on the flight, I finished getting off. I need to get on the flight. I decided, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go to the departure lounge and go and see if I can book the ticket. I'm even tricking. That was what I did. Yeah, I need to carry it through. Next one, because now it's getting too long now. I just bore you. No, it is in it. Oh my god. It's getting too long now. The next one I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you. How I was able to get a ticket to Acadia in Canada and even to it. I'll tell you how that went. I'll tell you yeah, how I journey went and how we settled so far. So guys, thank you again for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You've been amazing being in Canada. It's so cool here. It's so nice. Yeah, yeah. You can tell I'm excited. <laughs> well, thanks for listening anyway. And see you in my next one. Thanks for listening. Bye.